This episode of the Pursuit Podcast is presented by Fisher Skis. And here we go. What's up, everyone? Mr. Adam Max, your host of the Pursuit Podcast. You're listening on the Auto Collective, the only place that you can really get the Pursuit Podcast. What is the Pursuit? Why the Pursuit? Uh, for people who don't know, uh, years ago, I had a web series. Uh, it was created with Corey Potter and myself, and I bought a school bus, and I just, you know, we had to think of a name, and I named the bus The Pursuit. And The Pursuit to me is, it's life. It's the pursuit of happiness, the pursuit of sadness, the pursuit of joy, the pursuit of whatever pursuit you are on, that's life. And that's the purpose of life is the pursuit. So when I have guests on here, it's, you know, it's what is your pursuit? What are you doing? What are you getting into? You know, I pursued college and then I pursued a real job. What a concept. And I realized I hated that. So I pivoted and now I'm pursuing other things and I'm almost 40 and I'm still on the pursuit. So anyone listening, this is it. You can change, you can pivot, you can move. And the pursuit is all about you. And, and me, and surviving this crazy thing we call life. I'm not doing a guest this week. I thought about it, and I'm not ready to have a guest for the new year. So I'm not doing it. I've got some lined up. I've got some great ideas. I'm not pivoting, although I talked about pivoting. I'm not pivoting. I'm still going to, this is going to be a guest-focused podcast. But I took a little break. I took a week off which was refreshing. I hope you guys weren't too confused by the random intro last week. That was a two-parter episode. So listen to part one last Monday with Adam Jabber, myself, and Ethan. And then part two comes in hot. We just drop it, and that's on my week's, or my day, I guess. So if you were confused from last week's episode, that's what that is or was or I don't know. Who knows, right? I think I don't think anybody could possibly know what that was. It was madness and it was fun. It was fun to get Ethan on the microphone. Ethan, for those of you listening who don't know, he's kind of the glue for all of this. He's the one that keeps the wheels lubed and turning and tells Jabber and I when we are wrong, which is often. And, you know, we got to push back and keep creating and keep pushing, but he keeps us on track. Let's say that. So we got him on a microphone and it was super fun. And it's just nice to just rant and rave sometimes. So I don't know. I've got a loose guideline. Dude, Polar Vortex is coming. If you don't have a rumple blanket in your car, in your house, you're blowing it. I can't. This is two years of me talking about rumples. If you haven't done it yet, what are you waiting for? Also, while you're at it, get the original Puffy Poncho. This thing is water resistant, 100% recycled polyester shell and insulation, and it's machine washable. It comes in a small, medium, or a large, extra large. I like the big one. It makes me feel small. You know, it makes me feel like I'm just getting hugged. They've got it in pyro, pyro fade. I've got it in black. I love this thing. It packs into a pillow. It, come on, y'all. It's the greatest puffy poncho I've ever worn in my entire life. You look good. You feel good. And while, you know, 
You got the poncho. You got the blanket. Get yourself an everywhere mat. I like the mini. It fits in my Prius. Every day I go skiing, I pull the mini out from the trunk, crumpled up in a ball. I lay it on the ground. I stand in my socks on the snow. My feet don't get wet. I put my boots on. I go skiing. I come back. I repeat the process. The everywhere mat from Rumple will be the greatest thing you didn't know you needed. Rumple.com. There's a little link in the show notes. Might save you a couple bucks. Might not. Free shipping over uh, over free shipping on orders over $49. Come on, y'all. Rumple.com. You know, you may have noticed me on the hill this year. I don't have my helmet. I don't have my helmet. I apologize. That's on me. But I'm looking a little sexier. I've got that Connor Rig Reflect goggle from Sweet Protection. You know, the terrain just got sharper. The landing, clearer. And your whoop after the epic run, louder. They developed their own rig lens technology to create superior contrast, minimize color distortion, and reduce eye fatigue. They're scientists, people. And then they carefully engineered it into the frameless design of the Connor Rig Reflect goggle to give the largest field of vision in a medium goggle. So now there's literally nothing to distract you from being out there. A little couple things about sweet protection. They're sweet. But the name is sweet protection. So they look good, but they also they also protect. That's why you're not going to see the mag technology because they're all about safety. These things are ballistic rated. The lenses are are all made in house. They're not sending them off to China to get made. They are making them. I don't know where they're made. But Sweet Protection, they're all about safety. Ballistic rated lenses. This rig technology, you can actually see things, which is like crazy on the East Coast when everything's overcast. They look good. They fit great. Head over to SweetProtection.com or head to your local real uh, retailer. Buy local, shop local. Tell them Adam X from the Pursuit Podcast sent you. You know, if you order something online, put it in the show notes. Put it in the notes. Say, hey, Adam X told me to come here. I love their stuff. I should have my helmet this week, guys. I just haven't gotten it yet. It's, it's Winter's been a little crazy, which is not an excuse. But SweetProtection.com, their stuff is so rad. It's so good. And again, I cannot emphasize the safety aspect. When you're wearing their goggles, you are wearing a safety glass. What a concept. We are hucking our meat through the mountains we should have safety glasses on we should have helmets on and we should look good while wearing all those things have a sip of my coffee i got loose guideline here on what we're gonna do how we're gonna do it east coast it's kind of snowing kind of there's a blizzard warning uh in western new york right now which is where i am that is my hometown beautiful springville new york I just got a text message right when I started this. New York State Emergency Management. Heavy lake effect snow and whiteout conditions will begin tonight in your area. Visibility will be reduced to almost zero and travel will be impossible. A full travel ban is in effect in my county beginning at 9 p.m. tonight. Do not attempt to travel. Spicy. 
little spicy. So I'm recording this on Saturday, January 13th. This will come out on Wednesday. So if you're listening, you are in the future. Welcome. I'm glad you made it here. I don't know. I don't know. They moved the Bills game. So we'll see how that ends up. Uh, I predict 72-3 to with the Bills losing. I don't know who they're playing. The Steelers. 72-3 to Steelers. I don't believe in the Bills. I'm sorry for anyone listening who's a Bills fan. I just, you know, I don't put my faith in things that I don't think are that great. Um, I don't even know where I was going with this. Oh, travel ban. So that's so... It'll be interesting. I like the people that fight it. Like, just stay home. Be safe. Stay home. You can chase powder tomorrow. That's cool. But, like, let's just be chill. Let the plows do their job. I don't know. I just... I'm just happy it's snowing. West Coast, you guys are starting to get it. It's starting to turn on. Sharks still exist. Be careful, my friends. Be careful. And I don't know. I don't know. I... I've got a couple things I really want to talk about. One of them, I want to talk about this slide at the Palisades. At Palisades. What do we know? What You know, it's, it's always a little touchy to talk about these things, but I think it's important to talk about. And I'm not an expert on avalanches, and I'm not going to pretend to be. But if you don't know what happened, there was an avalanche at Palisades. In Tahoe, it left one man dead, another guest with a broken leg, and two others needing rescue. A second avalanche struck the resort the next day, but no one was hurt, thankfully. But these were inbounds in extremely well-avalanche-mitigated terrain. And I'm not here to, to talk trash on anyone who works at Palisades. That is an insane operation, and Mother Nature will win always. But what I want to shine light on is one, more than 100 personnel came out for search and rescue. That is phenomenal, but maybe not enough. So if you're thinking about getting a search and rescue, there's no better time than now. Go not, go to a fire hall of your local community. Find it. They're everywhere. They're in even small towns, not mountain towns. We need search and rescue. It's important. And I want to tip the hat to them. I want to tip the hat to every ski patroller, uh, staff member, human that was at Palisades, near Palisades, working with Palisades. That is extremely difficult terrain to manage. And I think they do a fantastic job. And I think, again, going back to Mother Nature will always win. So what I'm saying is just because Ski Patrol or whoever wrote the slope report that day said it was skiable, it doesn't mean it's safe. And I think with skiing these days, we have this assumed safety. Skiing, snowboarding, sliding down snow, playing outside is dangerous. And we can do dangerous things safely, but there is no safety assumed in skiing. And I want to drive that home because I think, and maybe I'm wrong, but this is my opinion, so I guess it can't be wrong. We've commercialized the outdoors. That's cool. I'm part of it. By Fisher. Love them. 
But by commercializing the outdoors, we've created a need, a want. And again, I'm not saying this happened because I don't know. And no way am I even implying that. But lift tickets are $226. And they need to get terrain open and keep it open. So, again, I'm not implying by any means I wasn't there. I just want anyone listening to understand that there is zero assumed safety in going outside and playing in the mountains. That's it. Experts can get it wrong sometimes. Beginners, amateurs can get it right. It's Mother Nature. It's Earth. It will win. Always. So be safe. If you don't feel good about it, don't do it. Because 99.9% of us have to wake up tomorrow and go to work. And I'm telling you, the best run of your life isn't worth risking your life. And I, again, I don't, I don't know if I'm beating a, a, you know, beating a dead horse here, for lack of a better term. But I'm not implying that that's what they did there. I'm not implying that they made mistakes. I think things happen. And I just, I, the only thing I want to drive home here is that skiing snowboarding sliding on snow is dangerous even with ski patrol even with all the tech we have okay i just want to drive that home it's dangerous it's not safe plain and simple secondly here i'm going to say it and i'm going to say it loud ski with your beacon inbounds I know it's frowned upon, maybe it's not cool, but let's flip the narrative right here. Again, if you're skiing Holiday Valley and we don't have anything, you know, any slidable terrain, maybe not. But maybe just get used to it, get in the habit of it, get in the habit of using it and testing it. I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to safety gear is using it, know how to use it and testing it. And just, I don't know, I'm, I'm officially saying it, I, I've done it before. But I'm going to commit to it. I am skiing with my beacon inbounds. If I go to Jackson Hole, I'm wearing my beacon. If I go to Palisades, I'm wearing my beacon. Even if I don't have the intent of going, quote unquote, side country or out of bounds, wear your beacon. It takes minimal effort. It makes you feel better about the purchase because you get to use it more than a couple times a year. Hopefully, you never have to use it. But let's let's just beat this narrative. Like if you have it, why, what's the point of it sitting on the shelf at your house or just sitting in your car? Put it on. Ditch the pride, ditch the ego. I think safety's cool. I do. And I you know, same thing with a helmet. Helmet doesn't work if it's sitting in your car. And I'm guilty. I didn't I skied all day today. I did not wear a helmet and there's one sitting in my car. And that's stupid. So let's be less stupid. Don't be like me. Don't be stupid. Wear a helmet. Wear your beacon. Practice with your beacon. Call your homies. Practice. And, you know, you can have an expert in the group, but who's going to save the expert? Who's going to, who's going to, I don't know. I just, it bums me out when these things happen, which I think it bums everyone out. But I think we use these things and we have all this thrill and all this hype of this turn 
and just finding the perfect powder turn, but we don't realize how dangerous it is, how stupid it can be, how stupid we can be, and how we can easily help mitigate some of the risk. Beacons inbounds, no assumed safety. If it doesn't feel good, don't do it. Trust your gut and just ski smart. I think skiing is one of the few sports that we just jump right into. And, you know, I was at my local resort today and our terrain is arguably pretty easy. And on five chairlift rides, I bet you I watched 20 people double eject, blow up to pieces. And I was laughing. I think it's hilarious. But deep down, it's what are we doing? Why are we doing this? Why are people just throwing their meat at the ground? Let's take care of ourselves. Let's teach our friends. Let's not be too proud. There was a... Uh, story time. I'm not like this isn't story time, but story time. There's a uh, human at the resort today struggling to get in their ski bindings. I went over very nicely. I offered to help. They had a giant ego, which is shocking because my head's huge. So you have a bigger head than I do. I said, sir, step in with your toe and then your heel. He looked me dead in the eyes and said, these are touring bindings. So my response is, well, one, why are you riding chairlifts? Two, your Solomon Mountain Lab does not step in heel to toe. It still steps in toe first, then your heel. And I'm not here to make fun of that guy. I'm here to say, don't be too proud. There's something that anyone can teach you. Maybe, you know, my niece can teach me about the movie Frozen. Do I care about the movie Frozen? No, but she can teach me. She can educate me on something. I've been on this earth 32 years longer than she has, and she has knowledge that I don't. So if we take that mentality and we spread it all over, whether it be skiing, Pokemon, driving a car, there's always something we can learn. Again, all boils back to safety. If you know how to safely get into your bindings, you will you have better odds of safely getting down the mountain. For the record, that guy made one turn and blew apart down the mountain. Let's be willing to learn. That's what I'm asking. That's what I'm asking. Uh, there's been a lot of chatter about the, the RECO system or the RECO system, R-E-C-C-O. It's a rescue technology used by organized rescue teams as an additional, keyword additional, tool to more quickly locate people buried by an avalanche or lost in the outdoors. You may see them on your jackets, your pants. I think even some boots have them. This is not... This is not a replacement for your avalanche beacon. This is just another way that rescuers may be able to find you. Uh, Cy Whitling has like a very beautiful explanation of what it is and how it works. But the system is based on a harmonic radar system and is composed of a detector and a passive reflector integrated into outdoor clothing and gear. So you may see it on your jacket. That's the reflector. And then what they do is it's free. 
Reco or Rico gives this this receiver to rescue teams and they can hone it in. Think of it as like in simplest terms, it's like a metal detector, but it's just made to detect those reflectors. I'm sure there's things that interfere with it. I mean, there's definitely things that interfere with it, but we're not, I'm not in to get into that. All this is, is another tool to help you get found. Some people say the narrative, like it's just there to find your dead body. I don't like that narrative, but what they're saying is it's not the fastest system. The fastest system would be, you know, Beacon Shovel Pro, but this is another way. It's another way to find you. So if you are a search and rescue team and you have it, maybe educate people on it. Um, I know if you're on search and rescue, there's also talk of like you should cut it out of your jacket so that you don't interfere with the signal. So I think it's a technology that's really cool. It exists. But if you're wondering what that what that is on your arm or your pant leg, that's what it is. It's a, it's a reflector. And think of it like a metal detector. I think that's the best way to describe it. It's a metal detector that only picks up these reflectors. And the closer you get, it goes beep. So it helps it hone in. I just think the more we know about this technology and how it works and why it works or why it doesn't work, you know, I think we can understand a little more. And again, keep everyone safe ish, as safe ish as we can. That's what it should be. Skiing is safe ish snowboarding i just say i don't know skiing snowboarding it's all the same right we're all just trying to have fun and and get get down the hill so yeah reco beacon shovel probe i mean shoveling seems very easy but you know you do me a favor after this snow plow comes by go try to dig a hole there avalanche debris is way different than just digging a hole in the snow. So practicing how to shovel, there's plenty of videos on like BCA's website on how to shovel, how to probe, and practice, 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 practice. And I'm saying this out loud because I need to practice. I need to get better, I'm okay, but I hope I never have to use any of these skills, but maybe I will and I hope I'm prepared and I hope your friends are prepared and I hope my friends are prepared. So I'm just starting the conversation. It's January 13th. You know, Mountain Washington Backcountry Festival is coming up. This is not an ad. Just go, support, learn, meet people. That's what the outdoors are about. And I just want people to do it as safely as as possible. That's, that's just what a crazy concept. Like going outside and being safe. Okay, I think I think we I think we nailed that. I think we got something there. Uh, let me just look at my notes here. You know, snow tires. I've got snow tires on my notes. I'm a fan. I understand money is money, and like it's very hard to spend a lot of money on things. But if you put your car in a ditch, you're gonna pay for a plow or a tow. So why don't you just get snow tires, save your costs long run, run them for a couple years. Boom, money saved. I'm not here to die on any hills. I know there's people that love dying on that hill. Just get just get snow tires. It's 
or don't drive in mountains. I don't, you know, I don't take my Prius off road because it's not what it's made for. So why would you take your street slicks into the mountains? Seems like a really, really uh, simple, simple concept there. Outside watch. What are your guys' thoughts? I know people have their opinions about outside mag and outside TV and or outside whatever. They bought, you know, they own Warren Miller now and they've bought things to seemingly seemingly close things. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I haven't watched the new Warren Miller film, but it's just it's on it. What I'm saying is I just downloaded Outside Watch. I have it because I have what a Trail Forks subscription. So if you subscribe to Trail Forks, you also have Outside Watch. And not gonna lie, guys, it's kind of rad. Warren Miller's all time is on it. They have the Outside Show, which is seems like a news slash podcast. I have not watched that, but. Um, don't support that. Just support what I do, obviously. But no, I, I came on because two of my friends or acquaintances or internet friends or podcast guests have shows streaming on Outside Watch. One of them being Patty O'Connell, and the show is called Patty Sucks At. And you can fill in the blank because Patty's not good at anything. So there's five or six episodes. I have not gotten a chance to watch it yet. But if you know Patty or you've heard my podcast with Patty, the guy is a standing comedian. He is phenomenal. And I'm super excited. And then the other one is I just had him on. Outside Brendan has a show called Failure Is an Option. And if you haven't listened to that podcast, go back literally three weeks and listen to the podcast because we talk about the show, filming for the show, the concept of the show. It's kind of a Mythbusters meets, I don't know, Mad Hatter. It's He puts bicycle wheels on a car trailer and creates a boat out of only camping gear. I've had the opportunity to watch that one. It's phenomenal. And I just... Whatever your opinion is of outside, I don't know. I love this. They, they've given two creators, and I'm sure more, an opportunity to make these little, I mean, 12 to 15-minute episodes. Again, failure is an option. I watched it. I'm blown away at the creativity, the editing. It's just entertainment, and I'm super pumped to see it. And, you know, it's got me on outside watch, and it's got me kind of looking and seeing what films are on there. I mean, they've got Proving Grounds and Natural Selection. There's a lot going on. There's Iron Man documentaries. It's kind of, it reminds me of Red Bull TV. Here, Hold My Kid is is on there. Uh, I still haven't gotten to sit down and watch that. I'm weird with ski films. I want to sit down and I want to enjoy them. I don't want to put them on in the background and be on my phone. So sometimes it takes me a long time to watch them. It just, that's just, I don't know. That's, that's what happens, but this isn't not an ad for outside watch. I'm just telling you, that's what I've been watching. Again, I got through failure is an option and I'm super hyped on it. And now I'm seeing Patty sucks at, so I want to watch that. I just, I'm hyped for my friends, acquaintances, whatever they are called. And I'm hyped to see outside seemingly moving in the right direction. 
uh, supporting people and humans and creating some content. I think it's going to be super fun, and I'm just, I'm just pumped on it. I don't know. I just think it's going to be really, really rad. And from what I've seen, it already is. Uh, I was at the show last week, the buying show. I leaked some products on our website. If you've seen that, I want to talk about the pivot, the look pivot, the staple binding, right? They're changing it. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Do not change what is perfect. It's literally perfect. Do not change it. But the changes they've made, I'm a supporter. So for all you ski techs back there, the heel is now a posi drive. And anyone who's not a tech is like, what are you talking about? But you used to have to change the toe din with the posi drive, a Phillips head screwdriver, and then the heel with a flathead screwdriver. They've changed it. I believe it is an 8 mil or a posi drive, a Phillips head screwdriver. You can do both. It comes in a pivot 15 in like a royal blue-ish. It's real sexy. They've made the, the heel pocket a little wider. And that's really for like the cast touring system, the grip walk boots, where the heel's just a little wide. So if you've have if you have a pivot now and you feel like your your boot is a little too wide for the pivot heel, they've adjusted. They've they've adapted to new boots. What a concept! Uh, more elasticity in the heel, and maybe it's not elast. Uh, more adjustability in the heel, which means again for you techs, where if you size down or up. Sometimes you had to do a remount. Now you'll be able to have a 26.5, a 27.5, and a 28.5 all without having to remount. So that's huge for, for look. I'm excited. It only comes in one, uh, one colorway next year, and they'll still offer the old pivot uh, until you know next year. Then they'll get through them all. Blah, 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 blah. So I'm excited for it. I don't know. Um, I had it in my hand. It looks cool. They moved the... I don't know if you've seen that horror film of someone's thumb getting pinched in there, but they made less of a pinch point. I just like that they didn't change too much. And I, I heard from a little birdie that the team came to, like, at the sales meeting or whatever, the look team came to them with the new binding, and they were like, no, 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 no. The pivot is perfect. Let's just make these slight changes. So, again, it's not out yet. Uh, come, It will be in the fall. There's no reason to wait. If you're buying a boot right now or buying a binding, don't wait. It's not like a... It's, but it's just little nuances that it's going to be... It's a nice change. And then, speaking of pivot, we got to talk about cast, cast touring. If you're not familiar, casttouring.com. Again... None of these are ads. I'll tell you if it's an ad. But they've got their free tour 2.0 coming out. And they actually have a purple colorway that is specific. So they have a purple pivot for cast humans only. It's the only way you can get that colorway in purple is if you buy it through casttouring.com. Dropping January 2024. I don't know anything about it. I have no idea. It just says... It's dropping. If you're not familiar with cast, you take a pivot, toe, and heel. 
You mount some stuff on there. You can lock your heel brake up. You can take your toe, your pivot toe off, put a tech toe on it and go tour. And then when you get to the top, you can click it off and then put your pivot toe back on. I know that sounds like a lot, but what that gives you is one, a one ski quiver, a touring ski with the safety of a pivot binding. And if you're a hard charger, big mountain guy, you can tour to the top with your tech toe, take that off and then have the safety of a pivot toe in the backcountry. Pros and cons, obviously it's a little heavier, the pivot heel, safety is huge. What does the free tour 2.0 offer? I have no idea. Uh, I got one. It will be here by the time this episode comes out, but not by the time I record it. So my prediction is that the toe piece, the, the touring toe piece, the tech toe piece will be able to sit in a position that you can then ski down in it. Does that make sense? So picture, oh, what's that? The kingpin, tech toe with a functioning heel throw. I think, and I don't know, I have no idea. I've got one, it's coming, but I haven't seen it. I haven't touched it. I'm looking at a picture of it right now on casttouring.com. My guess is that you can tour up the mountain with your tech toe, lock your heel down and rip down with your tech toe and or slide your pivot toe back on and still have the safety of a fully releasable pivot toe. I don't know. We shall see. I'm excited. Dina Fitz got a new binding. I'm going to see that next week. Technica's got a boa boot. Who else has a boa boot? Blizzard's got a new ski. Fishers has the new Night Ranger, Night Stick. So hyped on that. I mean, I mean, Fisher's got a new boa boot out for next year and mango. I'm skiing it. If you pay attention to my feet, you'll see a little leak. I'll give you a hint. Go Lakers. It's a bad hint. You guys are like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Uh, what else we got going on here? So I'm going to take a little sip of my sip of my water here. It's coffee. Okay. Let's talk about it here. Caroline Gleick, professional ski mountaineer and activist, announces candidacy for the U.S. Senate in Utah. I'm going to say it one more time. Caroline Gleick, professional skier, ski mountaineer, and activist, announces candidacy, candidacy for U.S. Senate in Utah. What do we think? Do skiers belong in politics? Does Caroline Gleick belong in politics? I say sure. Not that my opinion matters, but you know what? We don't belong in the mountains and we're there. We don't belong half the places we are. And I, I don't know Caroline like I've never met her. I see her on Instagram. I follow her. I know she's been on Jabber's show. I'd love to have her on mine just to talk about the Senate. But fuck 
I could never imagine doing that. So I'm going to support from the sidelines. I clearly am not in Utah, so my opinion doesn't matter. But the fact that someone even wants to be in the government, hats off to you. I mean, you are a you live a very good life on Instagram, Caroline, from ski mountaineering to your activism. That's the fun part. So putting your money where your mouth is, I'm excited to watch. I don't know. I hope. I think, um, I mean, who are we going against? We're going against Mitt Romney. Why not? I think if, you know, one of my favorite things, and this is not, I'm not saying, but like, fail while trying. So if she's thinking about it, she did it. She showed up, she said she's going to do it, and now she's going to do it. And I'm excited to watch. And I think anyone naysaying or whatever, like, we just had a TV show host as a president. And I'm not, I don't care if you loved him or hated him. I'm just saying that was a TV show host who became president. So why can't a skier become a part of Senate? And I'm sure if The Rock, a wrestler, ran for president, you guys would be hyped. So let's see what happens. Let's learn. Let's give Caroline a chance. I have no idea. I know she's passionate about our earth, and I think our earth is cool. So, like, that seems neat. I don't know. Does anything prepare you for government? I I would doubt it. I know she's organized things like climate rallies and She's, you know, campaigned in the at the White House, and I just think she just genuinely enjoys our Earth. And I could tell you right now, she doesn't need to do this at all. She could go about her life and live a pretty good life, I'm assuming. Again, I don't know her personally, but I don't know. I, I'd love to see it. Why not? Why not? Again... Why not? I think it's exciting. I think it's insane. And I mean that in the most genuine, kindest way I can. I could never run for Senate. I would never want to do that. So the type of person that would take an arguably, on the outside looking in, a really, really great life, and then put her into a situation of just the government... And God, if you read her Twitter or Instagram comments, whole like doesn't seem fun. So Caroline Glyke, one, love to have you on the show. Let's just talk about your run for Senate. Senate. Send it. Senate. We are not a political podcast here, but I think this is neat. And I think that's the joy of this world right now is. You can be a skier and become a a member of Senate, or you can be a talk show host and be the president. I think it's neat. I wish her the best of luck. I have no idea. And I'm I'm excited for it. I think it's neat. I think, you know, the whole thing, do skiers belong in politics or do influencers belong in politics? Who cares? Yeah, we all belong in politics because we all should have opinions about 
how our earth is treated and how it works. It seems like a real simple concept. So Caroline, again, open invite. Love to have you on and talk about your Senate run. <laughs> if someone knows Caroline and listens to this podcast, pass along my number. I would love to get a phone call from Caroline Gleick, U.S. Senate candidate. Okay? I think I just... Shoo. Yeah, I don't know. Great. I'm going to wrap it up real quick here, but I got a couple more things. I still have questions about gear reviews. So DM me, please, at Mr. Edomax. What do you want to see from gear reviews? Telemark's gears, holy... I have so much Telemark gear to review for you. And I know what you're saying. Why are you reviewing it? Because I'm the worst critic on that junk. So I'm going to tell you what I think about it and why I feel that way about it. So you can get an honest review. A lot of the Telemark brands, not like there's a lot, but they were nervous to send me gear. And I promised them that I won't publicly shame them, which I won't because I'm not here to make any brand look bad. But I also promise to do a real review on their products. What I love, what I hate. I'm excited for it, but I want to know what you guys want to see from a review. What makes a review matter? What things do you care about? Is it colors? Is it weight? I'm not the blister review, so I'm not going to get too nerdy in it. I'll tell you that right now. But I think we can find a sweet spot. I think we can find something that works for everyone where I'm giving you proper intel and, you know, I just, I want to have some fun with it. Other than that, I think I'm going to leave it at that. 37 minutes-ish, right on the button. And I just want everyone to be safe. Go and vote, whether it's for... Who cares? Just vote. Go outside. Touch grass. Be safe. Call your mom. Those are simple things. Okay? I think I'm going to leave it at that. All right. We'll talk soon, my friends. Peace.